This podcast is brought to you by Morant. Welcome to this Morant podcast. My name is Jessica Lee and I'm a counsel in Morant's corporate and funds team here in Hong Kong. And I'm joined by Jesslyn Leung, who is an associate in the same team. Today, we're going to be talking about things you need to know about disposing of assets of a BVI company. So in recent years, um, especially over the last year, in the face of macroeconomic uncertainty and a global pandemic, we have seen as corporate lawyers an increasing number of corporate reorganizations and restructurings involving the sale and purchase of assets involving BVI companies, in particular, the disposal of assets by BVI companies. And therefore, today we're here to examine things that we may need to know about such disposals. So Jesslyn, could you tell us a little bit about some things we need to be aware of if we have a BVI company that's looking to dispose of its assets? Yeah, sure. So the first point to be aware of is that usually when a BVI company is disposing of its assets, it needs to obtain board approval in order to approve that particular disposal. And directors of a company, they usually have the power to decide on matters such as disposing of a company's assets. However, in certain circumstances, where the company is disposing of more than 50% in value of its assets um, and that disposal is not made in the usual or regular course of the company's business, then shareholder approval in addition to board approval would also be required. And even for shareholders who are not voting shareholders, they will need to be informed of the particular disposal as well. And that position potentially can be disapplied in a in a company's constitutional documents, if that's the preference of the parties. Understood. Hang on. So you said more than 50%. Does that mean that if I have a BVI company that's disposing of 50% of its assets, that shareholders approval is not required? That's correct. So only disposal of assets of more than 50% would require shareholder approval. But anything, um, if it's 50% or below, that shareholder approval is not required. Understood. And you mentioned that unless the company is disposing of assets in the usual or regular course of its business, what does that actually mean in terms of regular course of its business? For example, if a company is in the business of selling cars on a day-to-day basis and um, it decides to sell a large number of cars that amounts to over 50% in value of that particular company's assets, that would likely amount to um, a sale in the usual regular course of its business and therefore wouldn't require shareholder approval or shareholder notification. I see. So is that an illegal analysis that you would typically undertake or who actually determines whether or not the disposal is in the usual or regular course of its business? So that question is a question of fact and only the company's directors can make that assessment. Um, because they are the ones that are closest to the business, so they can decide on what is in the usual course of the business and what what is not. I see. That makes total sense. Now, this is really interesting because I think as corporate lawyers, you know, we see a lot of BVI companies being set up as SPV holding companies, and actually they're incorporated with a sole purpose of pretty much holding a single asset. So does that mean that in pretty much all circumstances where an SPV company, a BVI SPV company is just holding a single asset, that the disposal of that single asset is necessarily going to amount to a disposal of more than 50%, effectively 100% in value of its assets. 
That's an interesting question because there is case law specifically relating to that point. So if a company is a single asset holding company and the only business of that company is to hold that one single asset, the disposal of that single asset would actually constitute um, a disposal in the usual or regular course of the company's business, which means that shareholder approval and shareholder notification would not be required. And that is that is something that is interesting to note for shareholders of these single asset holding companies because they might wish to protect themselves through other means um, to guard against the company transferring away that single asset and causing that company's value to depreciate. So they might decide to protect themselves by inserting particular provisions in the constitutional documents of that BVI company, company saying that their approval would be needed to for the company to dispose of that single asset. Uh, understood. And that sounds like it's, you know, that's that's all the right things to do, assuming that you have the right legal advice and that the shareholders and the directors of the BVI company are properly advised. What if, say, a BVI company has disposed of assets without shareholders' approval, where it was meant to have obtained shareholders' approval? What are the consequences in those circumstances? So the precise consequences of not following these requirements are not particularly clear under the Companies Act and also under case law. But from what we can gather, some of the potential consequences could be that the disposal of assets would be invalid and that the directors who authorise that disposal of assets might be in breach of their directors' duties um, to act in the best interest of the company because directors have the duty to act in accordance to the law and if they approve this disposal of assets um, against such legal requirements they could potentially be seen as not acting in the best interest of the company. Understood and presumably breach of director's duty would attract um, liability and that's not a situation that we would want to be in so it sounds like where shareholder approval is required it should be obtained um, if at all possible. So, okay, I think that's all we have time for today. But if you have any questions and, um, you know, you're listening and you want to um, ask anything, please do get in touch with us or visit the News and Views section of the Morant website. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you for listening. For more information, please get in touch with your usual Morant contact or visit morant.com.